Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chuck, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chuck for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time on the jordan harbinger show you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them from spies to ceos even an undercover agent who infiltrated the gambino crime family You're about to hear a preview of The Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years, was solely dedicated working undercover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink, the guys come in, I'm gonna go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money, Bam, give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Haven't you had about enough panic in Dr. Fauci in your life? I certainly have. 
that horrible DC carjacking over the weekend. I have a little bit of a different take on that. And finally, well, you'll enjoy Donald Trump at a wedding. That's coming up right now on I'm Right. All right, I'm going to be mean to Dr. Fauci. Now, that's going to make some of you mad. It's going to make some of you happy. And let's just do a recap on how I've treated Dr. Fauci. In the very beginning of the whole coronavirus thing, when he was made the face of all of it, as you well know, I disagreed with all the lockdown stuff immediately. The second I even heard it suggested, I said, are you people insane? This is going to end a disaster. It's going to ruin the economy. And of course, I was right about all that. But setting that aside... Maybe it's my good nature. You know what a nice guy I am. But I couldn't, I couldn't hate the man. I just thought, okay, all right, so he's a doctor, kind of a government stooge for decades, probably just out there doing what he thinks is right. I don't agree with him, but I mean, there are a bunch of people I don't agree with, but they're well-meaning or they think what they're doing is the right thing. And okay, you know, give him a pass. And so I, I, I have always disliked the guy, always disliked the advice, but you haven't seen me come on here on TV and just crush him before. I've got him a moron, which he is, but you've never seen me just kill him. Okay, I'm, I'm upset now. Because at some point in time, your own arrogance, whoever you are, whether a fancy government doctor or whether you lay brick for a living or wash dishes or whatever you do, your arrogance can get not just you in trouble, your arrogance can hurt other people. I, I know you're gonna find this shocking. My arrogance has actually hurt other people in my life before. Dr. Fauci just won't ever admit anything wrong. In fact, he either moves the goalposts or he continually goes out there doing Vanity Fair covers and throwing out the first pitch and he's on TV every other day bragging on himself, accepting all the praise in the world about what a genius he is, uh, uh, how right he is about everything. And I'll ask this question again. This is about the 12th time you've heard me say this on the show, and I'm not going to stop either. So you can fast forward, but I'm going to say this every every single time I think of it. In the very beginning, we were told masks, lockdowns, social distancing would prevent the spread of coronavirus. That's what we were told, no question. You were told it, I was told it, that the entire system demanded you not only believe it, but you had to repeat it practically or you get yelled at. If that's true, why aren't people dying in droves in Florida? Anyone? Anyone? I need an explanation. Because I was told by Dr. Fauci over and over and over and over and over again, you have to lock down, you have to mask up, you have to social distance, lock down, mask up, social distance, lock down, mask up, social distance. Uh, I know you've seen all the videos and pictures from Florida. They're crowded in the beaches, crowded in the restaurants, crowded in the bars. Most people don't even have a mask on. No spike in COVID numbers in Florida. So who was right and who was wrong? And not only is he not backing off, this is the one that set me off. He went on TV this weekend and he said this and I lost it. If parents are vaccinated, they still do need to be concerned about their unvaccinated children playing together in groups. Is that right? 
Yeah, the children can clearly wind up getting infected. When we talk about what you can do when you're vaccinated, you can certainly have members of a family, if the adults are vaccinated, and you're in the home with your child, you don't need to wear a mask and you can have physical contact. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks when they're interacting with groups from multiple households. I'm sorry? I'm sorry? We're supposed to take children who are statistically at virtually zero risk of coming down with serious symptoms from this virus. We're supposed to take our children and throw masks on them when they're out playing tag and dodgeball with their friends. And we're still passing off this advice as medically sound. Uh, I, look, I'm no doctor. I have almost three years of community college credits, but I do know this. I do know there is more to the human body than just the tissue in it. There is a mind, there is a soul, there is mental health to consider. Every single doctor should consider it. We are now trashing generation after generation in this country into believing they're gonna die at any moment. Diseases are going to get them. Here, here's use hand sanitizer for the 90th time today, Billy. I don't want you to get sick. Is that what we're doing? And of course, we have genius, genius stuff like this from the president. I'm reiterating my call for every governor, mayor, and local leader to maintain and reinstate the mask mandate. Please, this is not politics. Reinstate the mandate if you let it down. And businesses require masks as well. The failure to take this virus seriously, precisely what got us in this mess in the first place, risk more cases and more deaths, deaths. Look, as I do my part to accelerate the vaccine distribution and vaccinations, I need the American people to do their part as well. Mask up, mask up. It's a patriotic duty. It's the only way we ever get back to normal to cheer together in stadiums full of fans, to gather together on holidays again safely, go to graduations, weddings. And how serious is it? How big of a disaster is this? Oh, mental health related hospital visits amongst kids up 24% for children aged five to 11, up 31% ages 12 to 17, that's the increase from 2019 to 2020. And we still have this scumbag going on television telling people, oh, make sure your kids all wear a mask. Uh, make sure he hides at home. Oh, he can't go back to school. Oh, no, he can't see his friends. Uh, you better wear a mask in the pool. Wear a mask all the time. Look, if you want to wear a mask, that's your business. You want to get vaccinated, that's your business. I don't care about any of that. I'm telling you right now, and I don't care if it makes you mad. Unless your child has some kind of immune problem, if you have a mask on your child still at this point in time, you are an unthinking, abusing sheep. Start thinking for yourself. My goodness, look at the numbers. Stop listening to what these scumbags say. And it's not as if they're stopping. It's not as if Fauci takes even a brief moment and looks around and, and says, wow, I mean, 
yeah, I guess I, I screwed all this up. It doesn't even occur to him. It's full steam ahead. We know. Have you seen this? We have vaccine passports coming. Headline from today. Biden administration working on, a va- on vaccine passports that could display a scannable code similar to an airline boarding pass. Oh, good. That's good. The federal government working on a vaccine passport. I'm sure it'll be something right there on your phone. Again, get the vaccine if you want. Don't get it if you don't want. But this is where we're going now. This is where we're going. Oh, sir, uh, you're, you'd like to come in this federal building? Please uh, hand me your phone and scan your vaccine passport on it, please. Oh, you'd like to eat at this restaurant? Uh, just go ahead and scan your vaccine passport. You comfortable with that? Are you comfortable being forced a vaccine for a virus with such a high percentage of survivability? Are you comfortable with that? It's amazing how quickly this thing turned into this nutball power grab where the elites are amassing all kinds of power for themselves and the middle class is just getting screwed the whole way. And you know what else is amazing? How we copied China this whole time. This whole time. We copied the things China. You know You know where the vaccine passport idea came? Quote, facial recognition vaccine passports being developed by British tech firms. China was one of the very first to suggest them. And don't think that this is something in the future. Oh, Jesse, it's never going to happen. Oh, people are never going to use it. Uh, they're already using it in New York City. What do they call this stupid thing? The Excelsior Pass. If you want to go to Madison Square Garden or a wedding or a big events or anything like that, you're already up. Scan your, scan your code. I'm sorry, sir. You have, to, you have to scan your code or you can't go. This is where we are? are have, we, have we already lost? I don't want to believe that. But I will tell you, when we start talking about coronavirus, it does take me back to the beginning of it. And it obviously wasn't everybody. But I remember in the very beginning of it, when such a huge percentage of the country bought these big lies. And remember how disgustingly creepy they were about the lies the system was putting out there? Any doctor, anybody who put out a video on YouTube that was saying something different just had a different medical opinion. Gone. Social media. Kick you right off the account. No, 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 no. There is approved language, and there's language that isn't approved. Does this whole thing not creep everybody out? I know what you're probably wondering. I wonder what Heavy D has to say about the vaccine. Here he is. The vaccine passport is a terrible idea. We are definitely not going to require anything from the state's perspective. That is totally off the table. But I think it's a very, very bad idea. Look, if you want to go to a movie theater, a concert, all this stuff, go. If you don't, don't. But to require somebody to show some type of proof of vaccination, I think is is completely unacceptable. And it's not something that that we're going to support here in any way in Florida. Daggone. We're all going to be living in Florida by the time this thing's done. And speaking of Florida, you know how I brought them up earlier? Why aren't people dying in droves of coronavirus in Florida? Everyone's still turtled up. I just talked to a buddy right before the show in New York City. Everyone's still turtled up. Everyone has a mask on everywhere they go. Nothing's open. Ah! People are still dying of coronavirus up there. But in Florida, they're not doing that. 
No spike in numbers. Oh, wait, it's not just Florida, Texas too. We got new numbers out. 17 days after opening up, Texas, no spike in coronavirus numbers. So allow me to circle back in the beginning and ask the question for the 9,000th time on this show, because I'm not going to let it go, because we slaughtered an economy, we, we caused suicide numbers to skyrocket, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, spousal abuse, child abuse. No, I'm not even talking about the trillions lost, small businesses wiped out. So I'm not going to let it go. I was told, I was assured a year ago that lockdowns, masks, and social distancing would prevent the spread of coronavirus. And that if we didn't do those things, everyone was going to die. Well, Florida isn't doing those things. And everybody isn't vaccinated there, not even close. And they're not dying in droves in Florida. Remember what I've always told you. None of what you see is real. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Now, I'm about to make you uncomfortable again. If you dip tobacco and if you smoke, I'm not going to put, you have to quit. I'm, I'm, I've done more of that than you can possibly imagine. But we know that at some point in time, that has to end, right? Jake's Mint Chew is what can do it. It's, it's what can help you. It's not a nicotine patch. There's no nicotine in it. There's no tobacco in it. There's not even any sugar in it. It's 11 different flavors of long cut, and they have these CBD pouches. When I first started talking about Jake's Mint Chew, I did not realize how effective this would be for smokers, but I hear from smokers all the time now. These little CBD pouches really help them. Sitting at work, sitting at home, want to go out and burn a heater, throwing a little CBD pouch. It works. And you don't have to feel bad about it. Go to jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE. That'll get you 20% off. We'll be back. All right. Let's talk about that ugly carjacking video that took the world by storm this weekend. It was horrible. It was horrible. And let me tell you something. Before I play it for you, I want you to know, this is a censored version because I don't want to disrespect the, the dead by, by showing the, the guy who died during it, so he's going to be blurred out. This is, I always do a show you can watch with your kids, don't I? And I always will. You're never going to have to turn this show off with your kids. It's not because I'm a good, good person. Remember, I'm a very bad person, but I'm also a dad who's tired of having to scramble for the remote and turn things off all the time. You can't even watch the news anymore. We'll never do that on this show. But it's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. And as you watch this video, I just want to set it up for you as best I can. What you're watching is a 13-year-old girl and a 15-year-old girl tase an Uber Eats driver trying to rob him. And then you see the car go out of control, he dies, so on and so forth. But that's the part that we're going to talk about in a moment. The thir a 13-year-old girl and 15-year-old. So here it is. I'm only going to play it once. It ain't going to be twice. Here it is. She's stealing their car. She's stealing the car. Yeah, we called the cop. Call the cops. Call the cops. 
They stole the car. These girls stole the car. All right. I understand everybody had a strong opinion this weekend about it, and virtually every single opinion was bury them under the jail, put these girls away for life, everything sucks. And, and here, I'm here to tell you, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I have a different take on it. One, prayers for that dead man's family. How unspeakably horrible. 60-some years old, family, send, send your 60-year-old husband, father, off to work to go deliver some food and he dies like that. It's, it's a terrible way for an older man to meet his end. So prayers for their family, that's one. Two, you say those girls should be locked up forever. Okay, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you about that. But I have another take on this. I have a different thing I thought. You see, as I was watching the video, I'm, I'm on my phone. Someone had sent it to me. I'm watching the video. I'm standing in my kitchen watching the video. And I had just got done eating cinnamon rolls with my 12-year-old son. My oldest son, James, is 12. And then when he was done eating his cinnamon rolls, he went and got his little pencils and whatnot because he draws. I don't know where he got that from, but he's sitting there making one of his drawings. Just, just a 12-year-old kid. He likes cinnamon rolls and swimming and drawing. And it blew me away. I'm watching this video of a 13-year-old girl who'd become a monster. And there's a 12-year-old boy who was just a normal 12-year-old boy. What kind of environment raised that 13-year-old that girl? Where are her parents? What, what has she been taught by the people around her? I, I, know I'm, I know I'm supposed to hate her, but I don't. I feel terrible for her. And yeah, she should probably still be locked up for life, both of them. I mean, probably should be. But what... What turns a young teenage girl into that? Not even a boy. It's not that boys don't need a good upbringing too, but testosterone being what it is and the fact our brains tend to have us do riskier, more daring things. You hear about a teenage boy doing something violent. It's not unheard of, but a girl? And I know girls can be terrible to each other and stuff like that, but that kind of violence from a girl? 13 years old, that girl should be getting her braces off and flirting with boys and laughing with her friends and, and, and having sleepovers with, where they talk about annoying stuff and eat pizza. The 13-year-old girl went to her closet and got a freaking taser out to go tase an Uber each driver and rob him. And let's not pretend like this was the first time she ever did it. It just sickens me that we have kids out there in this country that are raised like this. It does, it sickens me. And when I put something out about there about it, I had an inner city cop reach out to me. And he said, uh, he said, you should see what I see. And eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old gangs, child gangs routinely holding people up, robbing stores, something goes wrong, committing murder. Eight, nine, 10 years old, what? How is this real? It saddens me. It does. I know I'm supposed to hate them, but 
I don't. I want to talk to their parents. I want to know how in the world you can raise a 13-year-old girl to turn into a beast. That's what I want to know. I, that's, I, I don't blame the kid. There, I said it. I don't. And I realize you should be responsible for your actions and whatnot, and I'm sure they'll get locked up and thrown away, but you're a 13-year-old girl committing violent crimes and killing people on the sidewalk. Somebody led you seriously, seriously astray, and it sickens me. It sickens me. There, I said it. All right. How many times have you heard an advertisement on radio or TV about uh, credit card fraud or credit card theft? You hear a lot, right? It's all over the place. We're going we're gonna to stop. We're going to stop it. Okay, well, that's important. I don't want your credit card to be stolen, but I'll tell you this. Because it's an online shopping world, people have gotten a hold of my credit card number one way or another multiple times. And in the grand total of all the money that's cost me, you know how much it is? Zero dollars. Do you know what it involves every single time? Uh, uh, hello, hello, credit card company? Uh, these, these aren't real charges. I didn't do it. Oh, okay, we'll take it off. Thank you. Beep. People are worried about the wrong kind of fraud. It's home title theft you need to be worried about. Home title theft is wiping people out. Don't let that happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code RADIO. Get 30 free days of protection. We'll be back. Well, the man himself, President Trump, decided to pop into a wedding at Mar-a-Lago this weekend. Mar-a-Lago this weekend. And, man, sometimes I miss the guy. And I just got, I turned off the news. I get all these flash reports, and they're telling me about the border. They're telling me about China. They're telling me about Iran. How are we doing with Iran? How do you like that? Well, they were ready to make a deal. They would have done anything. They would have done anything. And this guy goes and drops the sanctions, and then he says, we'd love to negotiate now. We're not dealing with the United States. They don't want to deal with us. And China, the same thing. They never treated us that way, right? You saw what happened a few days ago, it was terrible. And uh, the border's not good. The border is the worst anybody's ever seen it. I just wanted to say, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you at Mar-a-Lago. You are a great and beautiful couple. And many, many years ago, you are You gotta admit, that's gonna be a cool moment for them. Joining me now to talk about that and other things is the executive director of USA Strong, Aaron Elmore. Aaron, I miss the guy. It's nice at least having a president who can talk. I mean, it's really nice to have a president that doesn't have 27 handlers and have to take Geritol. But I will tell you, Jesse, I emceed <laughs> I a charity event down at Mar-a-Lago a few weeks ago, and he popped in not once, but twice. And it was such a pleasure. He can speak off the cuff. He knows what he's doing. He knows where he is. And you know what? I think, I wish he would have won the election. I'm sure like you do and most Americans do. But this is what he's meant to do. Okay, look at this. He's having a good time. He's socializing with people who like him. It's almost like he's the king. And it's so much better than having to deal with the fake news media and the leftists. At least he's at his home having a good time. Forget Disney World is the happiest place on earth. I think it's Mar-a-Lago, definitely. 
Aaron, now, full disclosure, everybody, I have not asked Aaron about this off the air. I have no idea where she stands on the issue, but the vaccine, whether people are getting it or not, I've never cared. I mean, if people get it, do what you want with your body. But this new vaccine passport stuff, New York already has one, Biden's in talk to make it federal. This is weapons-grade creepy, right? Or is it just me? Creepy would be an understatement. I would almost say that it's probably unconstitutional. I will not be getting the vaccine. Um, I think the cure is worse than the disease. I had COVID, I was asymptomatic other than losing my sense of smell for a few days. Um, I have no interest or trust in, in this vaccine and I don't want it. I don't think I should be forced to get it. And I don't think it should limit my ability to travel. But let me tell you, if it does, I won't go to that place. I'm not going to get this vaccine under any circumstances. Yes, it's my body, my choice. So if someone wants to do it, let them do it. But please don't tell me what to do with my body because we've had this conversation and the Democrats have litigated this themselves with their my body, my choice statement. Having said that, there could be an argument legally. Now, I did go to law school, I did pass the bar, but that's where it ends in terms of my legal expertise. So let's say someone who is, let's say, a minority or from an underprivileged community and doesn't feel that they have as easy of access to the vaccine, and then they're limited where they can travel. Wouldn't this be some sort of racism or socioeconomic issue that would you know, prohibit them from making these kinds of laws? Honestly, Aaron, these are my two biggest fears. Now that you brought it up, the legal side of it is uh, you brought up unconstitutional, which, of course, nothing we do is constitutional. But then, OK, this is going to go to what? Clear to the Supreme Court? Are we really going to bank on John Roberts at this point? That guy sucks. And two, even if it doesn't become law, they control all the culture. They control the airlines. They control the big tech companies. They control all the media. They control the schools. They control all of it. They don't even have to pass a law. They just have to make it so Aaron Elmore can't live her life. You can't take your kids to this. You can't fly here. You can't go to the movies. You can't go out to eat. So that's all they They don't even need the law. All they need is to do, do is use their private uh, industry partners, and they can freeze you out of society. I mean, I think there will have to be exceptions because there are people that cannot be vaccinated, whether they have some sort of medical condition, some sort of health-related issue. Um, I do believe there should be able to be religious exemptions. But as you said, private society and private corporations aren't bound to the constitutionality uh, that, that the government is. So that could be a major, major, major problem. I do believe with the New York situation, you can show proof of a negative COVID test. But what does that look like? Does that mean every time you and I want to go to a movie theater, we're going to have to get a COVID test? You know what I'm saying? I also have proof of antibodies because I had an antibody test done. So is that going to be sufficient? So how does this work? What is this going to look like? How is this going to be constitutional for the government to do it? And what, what does this look like? Aaron, I've been encouraging people to move. Now, that's easy for me to I say, did. but I, what, I, what I tell everybody is, yeah, if, if you can, I, mean, I realize people have work and family, a lot of people can't, but if you can, move from your blue area to a red area. It's a better way of life. I've done it myself. I've moved all over the country. I've moved from a blue place to a red place just because it was red with no job before. You, Aaron, have done this as well. Would you please explain to the people how the quality of life changes when you move from being surrounded by people who hate you to being surrounded by people who think like you? I mean, Jesse, it is beyond a change of lifestyle. I moved from Philadelphia 
to Jupiter, Florida, which I don't even think you could call it red. It's like bright red. I am happier. The people are happier. The way of life is easier. Everyone is smiling and wants to do something to help their neighbor or their fellow business owner. In blue Philadelphia, the unions control everything. They're scared of working themselves out of a job. You cannot get a construction project done. You cannot hail a taxi cab. Every single business is closed. It is a nightmare. It's dangerous. When you go to a red state, everyone is happier. Businesses are thriving. Find a way to leave if you can. I know sometimes it's hard, but network with your friends in red states. Try to have them help you get jobs, help you with schooling, help you with housing. By the way, then you're no longer stimulating that blue state economy. You're not giving them your money for businesses. You are not giving them your tax dollars. Perhaps you can help them lose seats so we can give those seats to red states and turn the map a little more red. But I tell you, my quality of life has completely changed once I moved to a red state. I am so much happier. My life is better. The people around me are better quality people with the same value system, and everyone deserves that. Aaron, you have a great governor, Heavy D. Oh, my God. I know everybody wants him to run for president. I know everybody wants him to run for president. And believe me, part of me does too. But if I'm the type of person who believes that this current federal government can't necessarily be fixed because I watched how the entire government attacked Donald Trump. I don't necessarily believe this federal government can be fixed. Why should I want Heavy D to live a great state where everyone's moving and go to the federal government where you can't do as much good? Yeah, to be honest, Governor Ron DeSavage, as I like to call him, ah. is great. He's great for Florida. I don't think we should send him to the swamp because he will just be vilified. People will threaten his family. People will threaten to sue him and throw him in jail. Let us have Florida. You can have Texas too. We're on the same team over here. I, I think that we can let these blue states just deteriorate as they are doing. Things are going well in MAGA country. I mean, by the way, if you just don't even Google because it's pretty biased. If you go on DuckDuckGo and look up unemployment numbers by state, the top 10 are basically all red open states and the bottom 10 are like the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Illinois, California. I mean, the proof is in the pudding here. Cause, effect. Aaron Elmore, everybody. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. We need better politicians. That's not, that's not exactly news. I know everybody's like, wow, Jesse, say it ain't so. Obviously, we need better politicians. Politicians with an actual spine. We, we have a serious lack of that in this country. I don't expect you to go out and you're, you're a busy person. Family, work, have all the, I expect you to go out and find all the perfect candidates. Well, Mammoth Nation does. And so I want you to become a member of Mammoth Nation. I am. I'm a lifetime member of Mammoth Nation. You don't have to do that, but I am. When you become a member, you, your money, it goes to those candidates running for office. Mammoth Nation has already found them. What do you get out of it? Well, you, you didn't think you were going to get nothing out of this deal, did you? You get discounts, more discounts than I could possibly list for you at this show. Travel, hotels, telehealth, wireless. It's awesome. It's endless. You don't believe me? Go on their website and find out. Go to mammothnation.com slash jesse. That's mammothnation.com slash jesse. We'll be back.
Joining me now, Bobby Barak. He's the political and sports writer for the great Outkick.com. And Bobby, I have to ask, of course, they pass a law in Georgia, basic election integrity law. And wouldn't you know it, sports has to stick its nose in it again because it's all left wing now. There's a call from NBJC to move the Masters out of Georgia, which would be a crime. Quote, the PGA Tour and Masters tournaments have both made commitments to help diversify golf and address racial inequities in this country. And we expect them not only to speak out against Georgia's new racist voter suppression law, but to also take action. To that end, the National Black Justice Coalition is calling on the PGA Tour and Masters to pull the upcoming championship, yada, yada, yada. Of course, there were cries of racism in there. Bobby, this stuff never ends, right? This is never going to end until they just ruin everything we love. Jesse, I love your point about sports getting involved. When I first saw this news last week, I'm like, wait a minute, how is sports going to interject itself in this? Because, you know, when it used to be Hollywood, and now they're still involved, don't get me wrong, everything goes political or the left is upset or well, at least one person on Twitter calls someone on the right racist. Hollywood had to jump in. Now, they still do it, but sports is right there behind them in line. You knew it was either going to be someone on ESPN, someone, a sports writer for the New York Times make a, a fuss about this, but no, it's actually the leagues that are now listening to this. And you mentioned the Masters one. This is wild. Some civil rights organization is telling the players pretty much, hey, uh, don't play at the historic Augusta National because of this Georgia uh, reform election bill that encourages or tells people they have to have voter ID, which you know, apparently, according to Joe Biden, others is racist. Uh, Jim Crow 2.0, Joe Biden calls it Jim Eagle, whatever that means. But yeah, for sports to even consider this, it's just madness and absurd absurdity. Uh, first of all, the Masters is in, uh, last I checked, nine days or nine, ten days. So they're supposed to move this historic event in nine days because one civic civics right group is upset and deems it racist. So the golfers now should give up, jeopardize their dream, bottom line, celebrity uh, endorsement deals because this rights group is not happy. And, and the baseball thing, this is even worse. You have the executive director of the MLB Players Association saying he's ready to pull the um, all-star game away completely from Atlanta. He's not even willing to negotiate. He's just saying, gone. We're no longer dealing with Georgia. We're out of Atlanta. And this is the executive director of the Players Association. This guy has real power and influence. So for him to not even want to negotiate, just to say, this thing's racist. It's uh, prejudice against black people. It's bringing us back to Jim Crow. So we're just going to move the event out of Atlanta. I mean, if I'm the MLB league, I'm going to say, why are we listening to you? You better provide us with real evidence why we should do this. Don't just baselessly call something racist and say that we can no longer do business in the state of Georgia. Wild. Bobby, I, I'm sure these guys, these big shots at the sports leagues, I'm sure, I mean, they're, look, they're, they're dudes. I'm sure they enjoy a steak dinner, private plane every now and then, probably a penthouse somewhere. Like, they like money. They like the fruits of it. Of course. I'm looking at the new NBA numbers, and they're just in the toilet. Are any of these people forward-thinking enough to realize this woke social justice crap in the end, maybe not this year, maybe not next year, in the end, this means fewer steaks in penthouses for me? Yeah, great question. I, I look at what ESPN did in 2016. This, this was really when all this stuff started, when sports really got involved politically. 
on. This is when Jamel Hill called the sitting president of the United States Donald Trump a racist. It's when ESPN decided the NFL cares more about their white owners than black players. They decided they were going to crush the NFL and embrace the NBA. They went, they went, in 2016, ESPN went as far left as MSNBC is now. And after a couple of years of that, they said, wow, our ratings are cut 30%, 22% here, 18% here. We better fix it. And what ESPN did is, you know, they ended up bringing a new president. It started to move back into the lane that sports fans wanted. The problem, Jesse, is upon doing that, they faced the same backlash and went right back to it. But now this 2020-2021 version of ESPN is even further left than that 2016 one. So I believe that represents what most of these sports leagues and executives are going to do. I think at some point, and you, and you started to see it with the NBA, when their NBA finals numbers got cut in half, over half at 55%, what did they do? They took, they took off the Black Lives Matter off the court because they realized this was hurting their bottom line. But always, always, they resort back to their initial reaction. That is, appease Twitter. Don't worry about the money at first. Do what gets us um, puff pieces, what press releases will get us the most retweets. What is going to get LeBron James to sit up there and say, I'm more than a basketball player. Look what I just did. So, yes, at some point they will realize, and they do realize, this is hurting their bottom line, to use your words, their steak dinners. But a lot of times when they do it too late and they're so far down that rabbit hole, they can never truly go back and they end up just sticking with what they're doing now. I don't expect sports to ever go back to a place where guys can get together, have a beer, joke around, and just enjoy. I think no matter what, especially in basketball and the NBA, it's always going to have that political bent and it's going to cause a lot of chaos among friends. Because Jesse, if you watch that finals, you couldn't just get with your guy friends and watch it. You know somebody's going to say, what do you think of that Black Lives Matter sign? What do you think of George Floyd written on the back of their jersey? What do you think about them saying cops are racist, biggest white supremacists? That's where we're at right now in the world of sports. Well, Bobby, don't you think that's an... Un- I know you're biased because you are obviously know a lot about sports and write about sports, but I consider it so unhealthy for a nation to not have sports. Sports are the one thing that always brings a country together. That's why every nation has them. You don't have to worry about anything else. It's just my team versus your team. It's, 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 it's sports. It's what it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, and the perfect example, the Super Bowl, which usually reaches 100 million viewers. It didn't this year. You can guess why. The entire pregame show and commercials, PSAs, and hype, I mean, the theme was end racism in the United States. I think most Americans would agree that there is racism in the United States to some degree, but to make that the central theme of the Super Bowl, when you have 100 million people gathering together to get away from that stuff, get away from partisanship, and what, what the worst part of all this, the NFL, NBA, ESPN, they have pushed these subjective social racial issues as facts. And anyone that doesn't agree with them, they've denounced as a white supremacist and a racist. That is so dividing that how how do those fans that feel like they've been directly attacked by these sports leagues, how do they ever go back? Because quite frankly, they don't feel wanted and that's by design. Yeah. All right, Bobby, I have to ask, you have a woke sports analyst bracket on OutKick. And this is one of my favorite things I've seen in sports in a while because it's actually entertaining. How did this <laughs> How did this come about? Tell me the criteria because I want to get down on this. 
Yeah, so Jesse, we opened it up to the great Outkick readers. You know, we we listed uh, each there's four regions as you see them, uh, and the fans voted. We are now we are approaching the final four. So big one today for those that are interested in voting in that Me Too region. We have Keith Olbermann, one of the most delusional people to ever make it on TV versus Mike Florio, who I'm pretty sure is vying for a job at MSNBC. And this is the guy that you know, called for Donald Trump to be racist. He's right in Colin Kaepernick's black pocket. I'm pretty sure he's on the payroll. So those guys are dueling it out today. And the winner of that's going to make the final four. But I got to say on this topic, I'm a little disappointed that my buddy Mark Jones didn't make the list of uh, make the final four for a refresher this is the guy that said um police are trying to shoot him while he's calling a football game he celebrated rush limbaugh's death he celebrated nick bosa tearing his acl because nick bosa might have voted for donald trump so in mark jones eyes he deserves for this terror's acl and suffer a career-threatening injury it's the guy that um says that batman wears a mask but keeps his uh, mouth open so cops know he's white. I mean, this is the kind of delusion that this guy shares at ESPN. Batman's a racist, according to him. Trump, you know, is, is a terrorist. He called Trump a terrorist. Um, I mean, to me, this is the farthest left guy I've ever seen on a sports network. So he didn't make the final four. I was a little disappointed because for my money, that would have been my vote for number one. That guy would have been all the way to the championship. Bobby Barak, Outkick.com. Thank you so much, brother. Just any time, man. Oh, we, I hate talking about it. I, I love talking about it, but I hate talking about the sports being ruined thing because I loved it. I mean, that's one of those things. I, I, it's one of those things you do with your buddies. It's one of those things you do with your dad. It's one of those things you do with your son. And now it's, it, it's all garbage. I miss football, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Like I told you. Uh, be more purposeful with where you spend your money and where you don't spend your money. I miss watching the NFL as much as the next man. I used to sit down for eight, nine hours a day. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm done being lectured. All right, we're not done. Hang on. I love nature. And I'll tell you one thing I really, really love about nature. I, I love being in it. I love watching shows about it. I love big cats. Is there anything better than watching a big cat out in the wild, you know, lions and, and tigers and cheetahs and whatnot? Take a look at this cheetah and just tell me this isn't just an awesome, awesome creature. Oh. Oh! Oh! was awesome. <laughs> I got you, didn't I? We'll do it again tomorrow. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint and your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it 
until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one, get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. Over 80 walks, runs, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk... C-H-O-Q are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. CHOQ.com, code JESSE. Limited time offer, subscription cancelable at any time. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot iHeart.